show coming from the rec store Bet this back in the mac in the back flow Let's go chillin' with raccoons by the back door Take all so you can stake more All I wanna do is making door right But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck will bitch ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack pack from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack pack from the back lab Good morning Rack FM And it's Friday the 19th of May 0800 AST Or what does it all stand for? Oh my god, your man Cutter Space has actually got out of bed To come and listen to his friends uh, So everyone, as you know, this is your fucking morning US Cosmos Crypto Breakfast Show uh, brought to you, obviously, by your host here, Robbo, the mayor of Rackville, and Brucey, the plebist, uh, Bruce Man Rack. And guys, we've got a cracker today because TFM, I mean, who saw that coming? I mean, I bet a few people did, but like, wow, they're just literally taking over the ego right now. Everybody's talking about the bridge. Everybody's talking about the aggregator. They are hot potatoes at the minute, right, Brucey boy? The hottest of potatoes. So hot that even a Dane wouldn't touch it. And you eat a lot of potatoes. Hot, cold, mashed, not mashed. I don't know if there's any other forms for potatoes. But yeah, the hottest of potatoes in the cosmos. Everybody want to hold it, but nobody has the strength, the power, or the sheer pureness of their souls to, to capture the value of what is TFM. Right, Rebel? Morning, guys. It's, it's a lunch time with me in the UK, so this is yeah, perfect time for a show. Thank you so much for the invite. That was that was a really cool introduction. Um, I like to think that we have pure souls, Brucey. That was class. Um, another kind of potato, though. Come on, roast potatoes. Is that a Danish thing in the UK? We love a roast. Potato. Yeah, but roast potatoes are also hot potatoes, right? Oh, absolutely. They could be the hottest. Yeah. I think my mum does them at Christmas. <laughs> I, I don't eat them, but in goose fat, apparently that's a really good way to do a roast potato. Oh, you have no idea. Why don't you eat that? Food of the gods, that is, rebel. That is the only thing my father cooks in, right? He cooks, uh, he does the carrots in there, he does the parsnips. I mean, parsnips in goose fat. Holy moly, man. But yeah, man, roast potatoes, you can't put anything... Nothing else other than I have, Okay, I have something you never tried. So if you take elderflowers, you know what that is, right? No, I'm a pleb. An elderflower. Yeah. Come on, man. You know what elderberries is, right? Of course. Yeah, so you take the flower before they become berries. And you take those, you pick them, and you dip them in batter. You're right? And then you fucking deep fry that shit in goose fat fat and you eat it with sugar oh that is very very good i missed that what do you dip what do you dip the flowers in better you know you know right yeah i got you yeah the most delicious flower on earth just gotta put it in a deep fryer 
Bruce, with two minutes in, and he's picking on your accent already. I love this. Welcome. Good morning, B-Bands. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody this lovely morning or evening? I don't know what time of day it is for you guys. Let me turn the fan off. I'm back in the living room now. There we go. Uh, it's evening for me, as you well know. Uh, but I've had one of those Fridays again, B-Bands. I'm feeling extremely sorry for myself, actually. And I'm I'm looking myself in the mirror and I'm saying, you're out of order. Well, what happened? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, ne- I nearly, yeah, uh, I nearly, I think I nearly burst into tears on the Stargate space. Yeah? Just uh, thanking uh, Shane for the, because uh, he was down in the audience. Just thanking him, like, for the help of the wheelchair mafia, like, telling them, like, we'd sent the money and stuff. It was on chain. And I was like, I had to jump off, you know, <laughs> quickly. Sometimes, I guess, like, exhaustion can do that too, because you, you were, you were rocking in them spaces. You've been, on spaces a lot these past couple of days. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to go back and listen, but I don't think I did that bad on the Kusama one, on the Dotsama one, sorry. And your man Jake was up there and I was like, I'm going to come and throw some support here, you know. Anyway, without further ado, I did want to say this. Uh, looking at it, looking at the landscape at the minute, and, I, and you two co-hosts, correct me if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll add something to the list. TFM have to be probably in like, all cosmos wide definitely top three like performing project like dev wise you think for q2 like standout project in q2 right now yeah you take that one people what bruce i just i was clapping in agreement i'm sorry i just i just got to the phone and i'm, I'm, I'm trying to get myself situated but yes did you did you collect all of the figures and everything b bounce on all of like the transactions that's gone through like the bridge and things did you did you do that did you there's so many things going on like I'm going to be honest, like I really need like a spreadsheet with each different project that they have going on because I can't keep up. Like I'm actually I'm running out of steam. Like I can't keep up with everything going on. Rebel, can devs not slow down? Listen, I, I, yeah, I mean, there, there is we've actually got some stuff maybe coming out before the weekend. I don't know if it'll be out before Robbo's weekend, but quite possibly out before B-Bands' weekend gets started. Although her weekend might have already started um but just just <laughs> just to jump in on that do you, i mean do you not think that like during the last sort of cycle like i i was i was just on a sort of personal level i i felt like i knew what was going on um in cosmos and then we went into this bear and then teams just kept building and stuff and even though like the markets aren't going crazy just like Iban said like there's there's so much going on I'm, I'm hearing about projects and then thinking what's this like literally like something amazing has launched and you you just discover it um so yeah when you make that spreadsheet b-bands i would love a copy please yeah i don't know it's gonna be a lot of work i'll get back to you <laughs> did you say you love a coffee or you love a copy I love a coffee. I've had one coffee. In fact, I have only had one coffee. I do. I've got a packet of biscuits and I'll be having some coffee after this space. I find sometimes I get a little bit too agitated if I drink too Ooh. much coffee. Oh, what, what kind of biscuits have you got? Oh, I love a Gar- Garibaldi meal. I got a custard cream. Oh, no. Garibaldi. Now you got him started. Listen, I just went. I went to keep it, keep it plain. I've gone for hobnobs. Honestly, man, the price oh. of biscuits in the UK is outrageous. Like outrageous! I, listen, I got that. 
I cannot get a proper biscuit for more than less than four pounds. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Wait a minute. Oh, it, it takes a Scottish, a Scot, and a fucking Brit to talk about the price of biscuits, man. In a bear market, everything is just tanking, and you're talking about biscuit prices. What the that's fuck is that's, going on? Listen, that's what we should have done. We should have got out of crypto and invested in biscuit companies. We would have been millionaires by now. It, it's, it's nuts. Like I literally, I got back to the UK yesterday, and I'm staying in a hotel for a few nights. My hotel robo for three nights. It's quite a nice hotel, like, but nothing, nothing major. Literally, three nights is not that much cheaper than a month's rent in Thailand. Crazy. If, I, if I'd done four nights, man, I would have spent more than a month in Thailand. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ almighty. That is mental. Mental. My mother's been complaining like on mad about the uh, gas and electric prices. Oh, she's kicking right off. What was like, uh, dude? She's like uh, nearly on like nearly two hundred pound a month for for each one of them. Like a a bill's on a far short of four hundred quid a month, man. She could be having a beautiful apartment in Thailand for that. It's crazy. Like I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Oh, dude, she's on a fucking cruise ship, man. She's been all over the place. She's been all over the Caribbean, just went into Miami and then they've cruised off again. She's absolutely loving life, her man. Oof. Like, turn the gas and electric off, I'm away. <laughs> Here, bro, give us, a, give us a ballpark figure, though. What's the price of biscuits in the UK right now? Is it more than like, say, like for a, for a packet of hobnobs? Is it more than like two, two quid, two fifty? For Honestly, um, the hobnobs are on a deal. Hobnobs are one thirty nine. So that you might not think things are too bad, oh. but like I, more, that that was like the one cheap packet in the shop, and it was a co-op I went to as well. So that's so why you're having hot But yeah, yeah, dude, I'm like that. Whenever I go to the supermarket, I'm just literally reading like everything that's on special. Like I love it. I'll, anything I'm telling you, uh, two for one, three for two. I'm grabbing that shit, me like. Absolutely. Well, talking about special deals. I'm go. I'm trying to Google this hobnob business. It's just H O B N O O B. I don't know. H O B B. No, no, no. H O B B. Well, this has started well. H O B N O B S. Hobnobs. And you get, you know, you get big bands. You get My husband's trying to spell at me, and you're. I'm. I'm going to go with what you got to say. I love you, babe, but you gotta. What, what was it? How do you spell hobnob? Hit H O B. H O B. N O B S. And you get this. You get chocolate ones, you know. Oh my God, they are probably one of the best. Don't, don't, don't believe him, B Benz. I fucking met an Irishman in France that wouldn't fucking stop talking about hobnobs and how fucking awesome a cookie is and the best biscuits in the world. And then many years later, I fucking saw them in a Danish shop and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get the best biscuit in the fucking world. And it was just a biscuit. There's nothing special about that. So don't believe them. It's like some weird national pride thing. No, I don't know if you've got the chocolate hobnobs. Shut up. Don't believe them, B-Benz. It's it's a Ponzi, man. (laughs) It's a Ponzi. (laughs) 
Oh, look who's joined us. Um, Yellow. Can I say something, though? I, I think I was dying when Bruce was so annoyed with me for interrupting him that he's like, how do I remove you from the earth? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I tweeted that out. I sent it to the group chat yesterday. How do I remove you from this earth? Where did we find Bruce? Oh, good morning, Finn. The garbage. GM, yeah, what's up? GM, sir. Listen, this is good. You got you got me and you got Finn for for the old TFM. Finn is a long time TFM supporter. This is true, and one day TFM will support me back. Let's go. <laughs> well, there's been, been a little bit of support here and there. A little bit. I, I mean, the, the the pitch is that was it? You want to sell Terra Spaces for a million dollars? Is that one million? No, the oh. the price went up now that we have a CFO. It's actually five million now because he wants four million. I get one of those million, and then yeah. It's a whole thing. Having a CFO, probably best and worst decision I've ever made in my life. Yeah. So I make sure that Finn cannot afford to sell, but I also make sure he cannot afford to stop working. So it's it's a good it's business. Good business. It's what we call a win-win in the business situation. Bruce won twice, and I'm still working. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just business. <laughs> Lord Bruce is putting in the nest, man. BTC, the biscuit trade company. <laughs> oh, Finn, you must like a good biscuit, surely. I, I'm a big fan of the sound the biscuits make when you pop that can and it goes pop. And I like some some B's and G's. I like a good gravy, a nice, nice biscuit and gravy. Uh, are you guys talking about cookies? I thought this was a Terra oh, focused show. I don't know why we're talking yeah. about biscuits. <laughs> bro, me mate took took us for that uh, biscuits and gravy uh, in the uh, Hemingways for uh, what was it for again? Was it I don't know some American thing? Whatever it was, celebrating the end of the Civil War or something. Dude, it's actually really. I was like biscuits and gravy, you dirty bastard! And like he's like, no, no, no. I'm telling you, dude, I've tried it, and I'm like. Fucking shit's all right, isn't it? It depends on the gravy. I've I've had some pretty watery shit. I also didn't wake up at five a.m. to come talk to you fuckers about biscuits and gravy. But here we are. So I'll tell you, a nice spiced gravy, little bit a little bit of spice to it. That's what I like. In Wendy's, do you go to Wendy's for that, do you? Ew, no. Nah, I'm nah. That's gross. Wendy's is fast food, bro. We don't eat that shit here. Actually, we do, but not for biscuits and gravy. You told me you used to hang around in a Wendy's at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you remember? Oh, Wendy, there's a girl. Her name was Wendy, not the not the restaurant, Billy. No, when I when I was a sophomore in high school, I dated this senior, and she worked at Wendy's, and I thought it was the dopest shit because not only could she buy me smokes, but she also brought me chicken nuggies every night after work. And oh, I that you was were, awesome. You were her little boy. I was. She drove a CRX with a booming speaker in it, and I thought I was the dopest shit in high school because I was like <laughs> tenth grade, and she was like the senior. It was so funny. But you were, bro. You fucking were the dopest shit. Turns out I was the dopest shit. Shout out to anybody our age, a CRX. I know exactly what he's talking about. They were a weird little shape, a weird little car, weren't they? 
Oh, they were. And people, uh, at least where I'm from in Montana, they love to mod the fuck out of those things. They were so stupid, but we thought they were fun back then. I would never get in one now. I'll tell you what, fast little mortars like back in the day. Right, Finn, you missed quite a lot uh, at the beginning of the show, like the first 15 minutes. We're 20 minutes in. Fuck did I miss? Y'all talking about biscuits and cheese. Like, what the fuck did I miss? Come on. No, we actually actually start. Well, TFM took us down the biscuit route. So we facilitated our guest. You know, we're not all about ourselves, Finn. Us three, you know. We think of others. But, dude, uh, at the beginning of the show, you know, we each in like one sentence really eloquently like summed up like the, the secret to tfm's success so would you like to go next what, what would if you could just sum it up in one sentence how how are they doing so how are they just hitting it out the park I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up in one word shipping i think that was two words fuck so. i think i think i woke my kid up fuck Hold yeah up. that's probably <laughs> when you screamed like that i was like i bet you he woke his kid up oh that, that. That is pretty impressive, though, Finn. That one, never mind one sentence, one word. I mean, it, it really is down to the dead. Yeah, just getting stuff done and then just releasing it. Well, I think that and, like, having your ear to these cold, dark streets, I think, helps. If you're not listening to what the users are complaining about, are loving about your service, then you don't know what direction to take. I mean, you guys obviously have the vision in, in the dev's mind of what he wants or she wants it to do, but like that only gets you so far. They, oh, thank you. Of what your robot wants it to do, then, you know, that only gets you so far. But you have people like Rebel who is in all of these different circles and can listen to all of these different people bitch about, you know, what doesn't work or what could work better or whatever. And then they're quick to enact that. It's kind of the same thing Leap was doing. Remember when Ambedo was like, man, I wanted this thing. And like, I mentioned it. And then the next day, like it was there, you know, like that kind of shit. That's what you got to do, especially in a market like this. Like you've got the time, man, listen to the people and see what the fuck they want. But you need the resources as well. So TFM, I, I actually, yeah. I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in and say I, I didn't like to go and research the team and stuff like that, right? So, what what's your exact role within the organization, just for the audience and stuff? Well, I'm the CFO, and I do a lot of the content. Get, oh, oh, you. Sorry, you're talking. Lab. <laughs> Finn has Finn has joined. Um, Many a time we used to we used to do a lot of spaces and Finn would always record them. We we didn't buy out to our spaces, but we we contributed a little bit here and there. Um so I mean my role is flexible, it's sort of community management, sort of marketing stuff, business development type stuff. Also do a bit of software testing. Um so yeah, quite a lot of different responsibilities in there but really just sort of trying jack, to get the word jack out of all about are you a jack of all trades are you jack of all trades master of none but oftentimes better than a master what, no, what is it jack of all trades but yeah. master of none oftentimes better than a master of one not often always better than master of one is it always well see i mean that's the thing people think a jack of all trades ain't that good but sometimes a jack of all trades is is kind of what's required but so the thing with that jack of all trade is that it's every time it's nice to be a jack of all trade because whatever situation you're in that's a trade you're a jack of <laughs> you're a jack of that, that, that I mean, your accent I, 
I couldn't help when myself. When Bruce sorry. says it, it, it sounds like he's trying to say you're a jagoff. So let's <laughs> not be a jagoff. Um, oh. But yeah, obviously, when it comes to building something like TFM, being a jack of all trades isn't what's required. So yeah, very, very um, skilled team of devs, which is which is great to work with. But they they lucked out with you though because of your position at, at OC and just within like the lunatic community, like your OG. GP, GT capital, GPT cap. I mean, like you've, you've been around. I think you were around before I was. And so like they have, they basically tapped into the heart of this DJ and shit when they got you on. I'll just sit back and let keep Finn keep shilling the old rebel leaf. I hear that. That's <laughs> awesome. But um, it, it, I mean, it, it's, it's great to be involved with a team, to, to be honest, and just sort of see how it works on that side. So like if there's anyone involved, in the audience and I can see a few like, I mean, because we're here, I mean, a lot of us have the skills that teams are interested in. So yeah, keep your, keep your eyes and ears open. And if you're interested, cool. someone may well snap you up. So dude, I do want to say like a hello to the tank in a second, uh, but I've just got this one line of question. And before we uh, jump, jump elsewhere. So devs, you mentioned about the team, uh, exactly how many devs are there in total working? There's, like active there's a back end, yeah. Yeah, I, front end, back end. Um, there's there is a team. I, I don't have an exact number for you, but it's 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 more than just a couple of guys. In fact, there are um different sexes on the team, which is pretty cool. I'm calling nonsense right there. Picks or it wait, didn't happen. Wait, did he say there's different? Sexes, yeah, man. yeah, Look like they curate multiple, multiple CEXs that they curate from. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that there was multiple sexes. Like you have lots of, you have some females, you have some males, you have some, you That's know, the B bands, other, B bands, you know, just... <laughs> You and me are on the same wavelength. Wavelength here. Finn's, Finn's getting all. He's just, just up at five in the morning. He's taking the piss. He's doing what Finn always does, <laughs> trying to diffuse. Hot <laughs> damn! I missed that one. Shit. So yeah, you know, it's, it's it's a great team to be involved with, um, and 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 yeah, to be able to sort of just sort of work with these people is is amazing. And do you, do you run it right? Would you clarify yourselves as running like a tight ship? You know, following like good business practices, and you're like proper run it like a business. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean it. I mean, that's what I think all these different crypto projects sort of have to do. Um, well, well, they should do <laughs> and currently do are, are completely different things. Bruce, as CFO, you should be taking notes here, okay? I'm not sure you're the boss of me. I think it's the other way around. I'll be taking notes for you, sir. Thank you, sir. You know, the reason I ask that is... Uh, Rebel is because, you know, we often hear about these like big bloated teams and, you know, they get lethargic and they're doing a shit. Like, I just envisage you guys as being like, you know, a lean, mean, like shipping machine. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I, that, that, I would say that's a fair way to put it. Um, yeah. There's. What do you think when you look around? What do you think when you look around these big teams and you see all this like waste and like, a lot of teams and massive funding. You must like, do you just shake your head at that kind of shit or what? It, it depends specifically 
what you're talking about. I mean, we, TFM, did get uh, like the biggest Terra community funding grant. That's something we're trying to use wisely to develop for Terra first um, and then sort of help this sort of interchain narrative, which is really taken off. And I, and I suppose Terra is focusing on the interchain with stuff they're doing, like with Alliance and, and soon to be Feather and their station wallet as well, which is completely interchain. So, I mean, we see what we're doing as just a part of the bigger interchain story. Right. I know Bruce has been uh, planning this for ages. He's probably got a list of questions, right? Uh, the size of his arm. I'll be kicking around when the crack starts again. But uh, Brucey, uh, do you wanna do you wanna jump in first? Just, just, oh, we've just, got to see a lot of tank. Just, see a lot of tank. We've got a guest. Okay. Uh, hi, Chang. Hey yo, you guys. You guys remember that? Hey, you guys. Yeah, hey. from, from, from Goonies. Baby hey, you guys. <laughs> just for the record, um, my arms. I, 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 I worked as a professional removal man, right? And I was called the Italian mover because I have spaghetti hanging out of my fucking shirt. You're so <laughs> random. You're so fucking random, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you this miss- fucking guy. This guy. It, it, yep. These are his like, premeditated jokes. Like, he, he premeditates his jokes. And then sometimes... But you also have face- to... You have to remember there's a writer's strike going on, so they're going to be pretty hit and miss. Most of them are going to be missed, so just, you know, cut them a little slack. Hey, I, I'm just going to quote Wayne Gretzky, man. That AI content that you've been, you've been working on is, is really not doing you well, man. <laughs> hey, 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 I am the AI content you have to live with. Relax, Tank. <laughs> the pain and the suffering is all on your side, not mine. I'm just a language model. I don't have any emotions. I want to find out if uh, Tank's been using TFM's products, because I, I guess he has. And what, what does he think of the UI and stuff? absolutely love uh, the TFM. Like, I, I've actually, um, I meant to do a video uh, last week. I've been really wanting to make a video because I think a lot of people are going to start adopting it, especially, uh, you know, NFT projects and whatnot. But yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, they're hitting the mark with those uh, UIs, aren't they? Anyway, Bruce, uh, is it just bad jokes tonight? Or uh... I, I have, I have questions. I have questions. So I can. I had a uh, for the yesterday the space yesterday with Reach, right? I had like ten questions and I only asked one. So I think I'm just gonna start with the nine from the last space. And if Rebel, he just do what he can, like then we can go to the TFM questions <laughs> after that. <laughs> It's a quick, quick fire. It's a quick fire. It's a quick fire. Two hours at least. So yeah. No, no, no. Just in all seriousness, serious seriousness. But in all all seriousness, I can't say that word. That was really hard for me. In all seriousness, thank you. Rebel D five. Like gonna start soft here. Working with TFM, how has that changed your life? Um, all right, I'll, I'll maybe get real a little bit. I, it's been, it has been really, really great on a sort of personal level working for or with TFM as part of TFM. Um, it's been about a year, well, just a little over a year ago, I left my job because things were looking pretty good financially. Um, and then a month later, they were looking a lot less good. So I had a 
few months of like quite serious stress about what I was going to do. And then started having conversations with TFM and it just sort of worked out from there. Hopefully I've been helping them, but they definitely helped me as well. So yeah, great, yeah, great sort of personal um, story of sort of salvation with TFM. So it's, it's been very good. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that there was a, like a handful of us that quit our jobs at probably not the best time <laughs> to quit. And I remember TFM came to me and they said, we have enough funds to hire one person and we want to hire you. And I said, no, I want you to hire Rebel. He'll do way better work than I will. And uh, then they did. See, and it all came from Finn. Finn, Finn works behind the scenes. Helping, helping everyone out, um, and so it's, it's, it's been I'm the glue. That, yeah, the glue that holds this together. <laughs> no, 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 Finn. You are the curtain that separates the behind the scenes and in front of the front scene, the stage. That is what you are. Now, I had actually heard that rumor before, but as far as I was aware, that was a rumor that hadn't been confirmed until now. So, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate you. Wow, what a moment, what a moment, live on Twitter spaces. Hey, I feel blessed to be part of that there, like, got a right little smile on my face, I have. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll be the one that's crying after this one, who knows. Look at, look at Bruce, he's like the Swiss Army knife, his knees open you up like a kipper here. Come on, Brucey, keep it going. Yeah, now I'm just going to pivot very hard into all the technical and the law stuff. Going to close him down like a little clam. Let's go, see what you got. <laughs> no, to be to be honest, right? I thought this was Robo's big space. So Friday is normally his uh, his time to shine. Um, so my preparation for this is all soft and like touchy feely. Well, listen, maybe maybe I can ask you guys a question then, and and this could go out. No, to no, def- definitely not. Oh, okay. oh shit, no. Bruce. I'll speak when I'm spoken to. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. That's it. <laughs> You're out of line, Bruce. You're out of line. Yes, what okay. is your question, sir? Well, I, I mean, it could go out to B-Band, but like, where where do you sort of do your DeFi? Where do you sort of buy your NFTs? Both both those questions. So I only buy REC NFTs, and right now I can only do that on Stash. So I do that, and I buy, I buy shit coins on ETH, right? And I don't know where I buy them. I just use Dex Screener. And use a little window in the bottom, and it tells me where I do it. And then I buy red coin on wind, but that is not a very nice experience. So, yeah, all over, very, very good stuff. All right, well, let's think about your rack token on wind on Juno. Um, oh, let's not, please. But yeah, I mean, how? But where? Where do you get the the tokens to buy the rack with? Oh, I use and uh, normally use my dad's credit card um, when nice. he's not home. That works out all right. And can you what? Can you just bring money straight into Juno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something called Cato. I can do that oh, with, but I've never, I've never tried it. I, I, bro, I use like, I, I give my some of my money every time I onboard. I give some of my money to Caesar. Isn't that his name? That's, that's, that one's gone right over my head. <laughs> I'm dying here. I'm dying. Not as dying as this this interview. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, I think at the this this point in the bear market, I don't b- 
believe there's very much onboarding going on. I think at this point, we're just kind of shuffling around the existing crypto liquidity. But yeah, Kata was a pretty big popping thing before the crash over on Terra. I remember, I believe that was the service I used to purchase a set of headphones on Amazon with. Weren't they the ones doing the Amazon to UST oh, thing oh, that you yes, could buy yes, stuff? Yes, yes, yes. Was that Kata? was the Kato Pay. That was it. Man, that was so cool because everyone got paid in UST back then and you just had it sitting in anchor just accumulating more UST. And then Kata was like, hey, you want to buy shit on Amazon with your UST? Fuck yes, I do. It's good to see they're still around because we, we definitely have seen a lot of projects that, that didn't make it for, for one reason or another. So definitely glad those guys are still kicking. Well, yeah, still, I, I, still building. Can I just backtrack a bit, Rebel? Is that okay? Sure. I, okay. I was just, okay, yeah, 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 go for it. No, if there's anything you want, just go ahead, man. I was just going to say, like, so, so if, if, I mean, and you gave the example, this is not my example, this is your example, but, um, like, on, on Juno, because there are so many different liquidity pools, I might call it fractured liquidity. So what have you got? You've got Wind, you've got Juno Swap, you've got Loop, um, Hoppers, white whale so all these different liquidity pools i'm not sure how many of these different amms have um rack liquidity pools but particularly on juno is this is where like a sort of dex aggregator like tfm can really shine when there's like so many different liquidity pools you can come to tfm to find out which pool is going to give you the best swap rate that's step one step two is that sometimes tfm can actually give you a better rate than any one individual liquidity pool. So basically, you're sort of saving like 0.5% here on a trade, maybe even 1% there. It's just all these little marginal gains. If you're doing trading, particularly on Juno, um, might be worth just having a look at TFM, comparing it to the normal decks that you use just to see um, if there are savings there. And I, I think, speaking relatively confidently, that you are going to find savings. Yeah, and you guys are the only ones doing that that I've seen so far, being able to split up transactions across multiple different LPs and whatnot to calculate the best rate for the time and, and everything, which is a really handy, especially, yeah, like there's so much fractured liquidity. Like every week, it seems like someone in Rack is like, man, I just got ripped on some fucking slippage because I tried to buy like a grand worth or whatever and then didn't pay attention to the the pool or whatever. Yeah, using TFM you won't you won't bite that bullet as hard for sure. Obviously it does depend on the, the LPs that are available, but Finn, yeah, I paid, a, I paid really attention. Well. I paid attention to the pool. It was the UI that fucked me over. I had zero responsibility. It was the code. That does happen. That that does happen. Especially and when you play around with all this stuff, you know, it's early, baby. It's still early. We still early. That it looks like there's not that much rack liquidity. So like when you type in a grand USDC to rack on TFM, it does give you a big red warning. And the price impact is going to be over ten percent. Um, and that's a that's a relatively new feature we sort of implemented a few months ago just to really make it clear. Um, because it is quite, if it's not, if it's not like in your face that you're going to get a little bit wrecked on the price impact, it's quite easy just to sort of click through a trade. Um, well, there's, only ever been, no, I, there's only ever been question. one pool or 
there's only ever been one main pool, hasn't there, though, for, for Rack, basically, what was moved over from Juno Swap, because, like, the Osmosis one's been shallow. It's always been, like, really, really shallow, right? You, we've seen, like, what's happened when people went, went and bought an Osmosis, right? So is it not because, like, it, is, there's not, like, loads of pools all over or something? Is it is it looking at that one and looking at that one and it's like, oh, this is really bad because one of them's, like, really bad or...? There's a percentage that you can go under as long as you're doing small amounts. You just have to do it several times. But yeah, if you pull it all at once, like, which now that I say it out loud doesn't really make sense because the same liquidity is there regardless. But I feel like when you do smaller buys, you're not getting ripped as hard. Yeah. And, and if people are trading the other way to you, that's going to kind of balance things out again. And then you can do another $100. And then if someone sells, you can then do, a, do another buy. Whereas if you do a buy for $1,000 all at once, that's going to move. move the so how many, how many is aggregated like all together? How many uh, vectors have you got aggregated? Well, essentially on Juno, it's, it's, it's all the pools. Um, so are all the DEXs, all the AMMs, five. Um, oh, all right. Okay. Right. Um, so uh, and it, it's, it's in there. I mean, you can read about uh, in the TFM documentation about sort of volume splitting, which is maybe sending, you send 50% of the trade to wind, and then you send 50% of the trade or 25% of the trade to hoppers, another 25% through Juno swap. So, I mean, that's something if you're trading on individual DEXs, unless you're going to be of doing lots of individual trades, you can't really recreate that. I mean, that's something that a DEX aggregator can give you. Um, I got a quick that, question with that. Does it reach across multiple IBC chains as well, or does it just stay on the one chain? Because right now, like, Rack has a little LP on Bow, which is on Kuji. Would it look across that as well? Because it is the same token, or does it go based on the chain that you're you're trying to work on? The latter at the moment, but I mean, the the dream really is being able to aggregate not just dexes on on a single chain, but I mean, can you, can you imagine like <laughs> like going to say going to TFM and and you put in a trade that you want, and it literally looks across the entire cosmos for all the liquidity. Well, that's why I interrupted earlier, dude, when I asked you the question and then I went, oh, like that. And I shut up. It was because I was going to say, I thought like you were aggregating like other chains as well. So I thought you were like tapping into say osmosis as well, you know, amongst others, like Finn could you coming, well, you know? coming soon now. We put it in the ear. Now it'll become reality. I like that. So watch, watch this space. I mean, people have suggested this already and it's like, it is quite a nice concept. So it's, it's something that's, being looked into we see and the info is still pretty early with that stuff like we're just now i mean we had game of alliance where you were able to shuffle around different alliance assets on testnet and then now you know we have whale that you can do that with eris you can do that with so i feel like once more chains get on that vibe like you guys will have an easier time on the back end like looping all of that shit together but you need the relayers you need you need this infra setup and we didn't really have that like six months ago you know it's all down to the oracles and stuff isn't it i, I will presume yeah i'm not 
not necessarily the Oracle so much, but I mean, certainly for, for cross-chain transfers is, is this, yeah, the relayers, um, obviously TFM infrastructure as well, but just, yes, yeah, the connections between chains. I mean, Osmosis has a ton of relayers connecting it to, to lots of other chains. Um, but some of the, like the smaller chains have less um, IBC connections. But I mean, that's what that's what this like um, the recent release of smart IBC bridge is about. Because previously it was we were able to like um, well thinking about your rack tokens or, or say think about Juno. Say if if you were transferring some Juno from Juno, you could send it to anywhere that Juno was connected to, and that was it. But that was still quite a lot of chains where you could send your Juno. But if you had if you had Juno on Osmosis, you couldn't then send that Juno to Umi, for example, not directly anyway. Even though theoretically you can do that, what what, what you'd end up with is a token on Umi, a Juno token on Umi that wouldn't be usable because it would be like yeah. a wrapped version of Juno. So Correct. It's exactly like ICS721, isn't it? The the NFT. So like basically if you if you mint one on Juno and you send it to Stargaze or whatever and you wanted to like say send it to uh, I don't know, Omniflix or wherever, you've got to send it back through like where it came from before it can go on the next journey, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the same that's the same way that like these uh, IBC Alliance transfers work. Like Terra was the main hub in game of Alliance. So whenever you tried to IBC anything across to like Altraides or any of the other train chains, you always had to send it through Terra first, then from Terra to the other chains. And what TFM has done is it does that kind of for you in the back end. You just tell it where you want it to go and it'll pick the path for it, which is really cool. Are we are we seeing decent uh, daily volume? Are we? What's your daily volume like, bro? Unit users or something? Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't have those numbers right in front of me just now, but we can definitely get them. Are you good? And get them You're published. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the the more you guys using TFM, the better our numbers are going to get. So, yeah. Do we know what the so, daily volume in the cosmos is because it's not that high, right? It's ten dollars. It's 10. It's 10. So I, I got a question. I'll do Bruce's <laughs> job for you real quick since Bruce is, is not pulling his weight tonight and he'll get to talk to you about that later. I got you. No worries. So Rebel, as a, an OG D-Gen, I mean, you, you start out in, in the OC game, still do stuff with OC and now with TFM. For you personally, like what is the feature, the set of features that got you most excited that you were like, yes, this is where I want to be. These are the, the team I want to be building with. That that is a good question. Thank you for and that wasn't a planted question, but I appreciate that was actually no, my question for. that Finn asked for me to you as he said. It's by proxy. I mean, when I joined TFM, we were doing the, the DEX aggregation side of things. Um, and I thought, I'll be honest with you, I mean, when I first joined TFM, I didn't know what a DEX aggregator was. So if there's anyone in the audience who is not sure of like what an aggregator is, how it works, don't, don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, I think we have all sort of gone through that stage, uh, if indeed we have gone through that stage. I mean, it, it, just, just getting my head around the concept of like, what, what, uh, what is an aggregator? Um, so I, I appreciate that like, TFM had some patience with me sort of as I sort of worked out, well, as they taught me, like what an aggregator is all about, but essentially just bringing together um, 
different liquidities. And then, so, so yeah, it was, it was the DEX aggregation side of things. Is <laughs> what we had when I first joined. The, the challenge I had personally was that I didn't have a ton of liquidity to be trading with. So I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but I, I literally can't use this all that much myself. Then the NFT aggregator. I, I mean, to be honest, I was more into DeFi, I think, um, before. But having got into NFTs, I, I think the NFT aggregator is dope. Like, really, really amazing in the sense that if you're on, I mean, at the moment, you can look at NFTs on TFM across Juno, Omniflex, Stargaze, and Terra, like all of them. doesn't matter what market. I mean, obviously, Stargaze is essentially the one marketplace. Omniflex, again, essentially the one marketplace. But Juno, you've got a few different marketplaces. Terra, you've got three different marketplaces, but you can see them all on the TFM terminal, which I think is really cool. So I, again, rather than having yeah. to check, like, sorry, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling. No, as you say, that that's super helpful because before, what did we have to do? You would go log in to check Random Earth, then you would check Nowhere, you would maybe check Talus, you would check Luart, you would check Messier, and these were all on on Terra. And like, if you were on to find the best deal, like you were sitting there with like Notepad open, writing down like the prices on which you know shop that it was on. And now with TFM, yeah, you just go and type in just hit the NFT section and they're all right there, you know, sorted by volume, sorted by how many items or whatever, you know, like it's all right there. It looks really nice too. I'm scrolling through it right now. Pick up another toad, I think. Chubby's having none of it. Chubby hates it because there's Ooh, no Chubby's here. That's it. Oh, let's talk cool. about Chubbs real quick. Right clip, cool. Let me direct your attention to rec clip number 400. Hold on. Where are we at here? Rec clip. Number four hundred and oh wait, four hundred and twelve. Now this is an interesting clip here. There's a Pepe space going on. You know how Chubbs likes to come and and pin stuff in everyone's nest about Pepe. Well, we gave Pepe a little of that medicine, and you know what? They didn't none like it very much. So maybe, maybe Chubbs will remember that and go tell his boss that you know, hey. Maybe you guys shouldn't be such soft little baby pussies. And maybe you should let people pin stuff because guess what, boss? I go around and do that to them. And you know what? They're not pussies. They don't just like boot me out. They listen to what I say. So just, you know, just a little note. Maybe take it back to your boss frog. See what he says. You know, I got frogs too. So. Wait, was yeah, it Chubbs. To go along with that. Where's the clip fin? Where's the clip? Well, you'll have to mint it on rec clips when it comes out, won't you? Oh. <laughs> Going to be a pre-sale. Rebel, tell me about the deal score. The deal score. you got to love a bit of deal score. Now, the, yeah, deal score was something that we used to have. I think there was like a flip side website I used to like checking out back on Terra One, and it had some sort of deal score metric can't remember if i can find that website might be my favorite somewhere anyway i'll be be able to share that website um and it just seemed to make sense the idea that like what i want to buy like the best nft not like just the best the rarest nft in a collection but like i've got 
um, 20,000 stars. I want to get the best bad kids I can for that money. Um, so deal score essentially lets you do that. It helps you find the rarest, um, the rarest NFT that money can buy and lists them in that order. So it may well, it may well literally be that the number one NFT per star is the best value for money. And that might cost you a fortune. But it could also be that some of the less rare NFTs, because they're so cheap, are actually the best sort of value for money you can buy. Um, so I, I think it's a nice way to sort of get, get good value for money. Very cool. There's just something I knew I noticed. Uh, I was kind of curious about it. Some of them have it, some of them don't. I'm guessing the ones that don't are freshly listed and haven't had that calculation done yet. Ooh, right. And if if an NFT is not for sale, it doesn't have a deal score because it needs both a, ah. the, the score, which is related to rarity, um, and a price because it is rarity or score, which the rarity is worth. Score is basically like an on-chain score, <laughs> score that, that each NFT has based on the rarity of each of its traits. And then, okay. So if you have a collection where rarity really doesn't matter as much, I mean, I guess you could say there is some sort of rarity in, in the majority of collections in one way or another, but like if you have, and I mean, maybe skeleton punks isn't the best idea because they might put up another prop to give certain weight to certain rarity, but as it stands right now, regardless of the rarity you're still getting the same b luna rewards so it, it wouldn't maybe necessarily matter that much unless you were hunting like a specific trait i guess and and maybe that'll change once the weights are different depending on how the community decides to vote via governance in, in enterprise there it possibly possibly but i mean okay so another collection you know um and quite a few people in here know fairly well pixel wizards so let's um, just have a look at them just now. The, the default prices, and this is something we'd love a bit of feedback on, the default prices when you go into a collection are dollar value. This is on TFM, but you can turn that off and you can see the stars value. Um, if, if people would prefer it to sort of show the stars by default with the option to turn on USD, we could, we could sort of flip that switch. And well, and you have it showing both on one... When you click into a NFT, like the the Jarek Tinkerfield here with the owl, it says the stars and then the dollar value. But if you're just looking on that main page with the panels, you just have the dollar value, which I think is good. I think people get too caught up in like, oh, it's thousands of stars, but it's like, yeah, it's thousands, but it's still like a few bucks. So I think having the dollar value there is a good like reminder that like, all right, Here's how much real money this actually is. Right. Yeah. 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 Real Especially money. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the, the money that you can pay your rent with, you know, that you can buy eggs and milk with, the real money, the money you can buy weed with. You know what I'm talking about, that real money. That weed money. Pepe, the real money. You know what I'm saying. Come on. Well, that is funny. That is funny. When you put the deal score on the Pixel Wizards and you start descending, the top is actually the rank number one pixel wizard does come out as the one with the highest deal score. And like Pepe, Calvin Game Boy is quite green. 
then it goes up to Aldous Pixeldor. Pixel, Pixel door. My goodness, I got my B's and D's the wrong way around. But then there is, I think, rank 367 Pixel Wizard for 7,274 stars. So what's that? $100? You can get like a top, a top 400 Pixel Wizard. So, I mean, that's what deal score is good for. It just, you can quickly see where the best deals are and then decide, do I want to invest in this or not? So I want to backtrack a bit, Rebel, just a bit. It sounds, everything sounds really good. Yeah, back, back, back it up. So those three months, right, after you quit your job and Do Do Kwan, he quit his job and, yeah, you know, those three months where you were balancing the edge of homelessness, how did you cope? Like, what, how did you go through your day? Like, where did you find your power? Your will? Will to live. I I was actually back living with my mother at that stage um, in the town where I grew up. So I, I, was bal- I was actually so busy then because I was wanting to go full-time at TFM, but I did actually have a job as well. Um, and the job was, it was kind of nice, but after I'd done it for a month or two, I was like, right, this is, I want to focus on TFM here. Um, but yeah, I was just working in a shop and it was very nice to not have to really think about work so much. So I was in, in doing my job, just thinking about stuff I wanted to do for TFM. Um, and then as soon as I finished my job, I was like back home on the computer, you know what it's like, late night computer stuff. and then. Up in the morning, do my job. So yeah. What was uh, what 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 does Rebel do for work? What what kind of job is that? Something you can tell us? I, I'm just for my own curiosity. I'm I'm trying to picture you like in a Toys R Us or like a KB or like what what kind of shop? What are we talking here? Record store or what? What did you do? Um, I mean, my my, my like sort of real job before I quit was I, I'm a school teacher, and I think I think Cosmo you're a Pro, teacher. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's how I got into the sort of the YouTube game. I I saw Odanku doing it, and thought that's really good. I can just sort of speak to a different section of the market. I I was thinking I was trying to getting newer people up to speed on various things. Um. And that, and that, like, I was a sort of an elementary school teacher, or in England, we call it a primary school teacher. So I was dealing with like sort of the, the young ones. So hopefully, my educational content was useful, and I, I think that's kind of what caught the eye of TFM, and it, it just kind of all worked out. And, and that's kind of still what I'm trying to do for TFM. It's just sort of educate people about because it is quite a complex t- trading terminal, so it's just making it understandable and like. To help people realize what they can do with it and then hopefully more people are going to come in and use it and think wow this is interesting DeFi. let's keep using it that's really cool and a lot of those skills definitely transfer over i mean joe tries to do it you know he struggles here and there but he, he does what he can you know but i think being able to break complex things down in a way that like five to ten year olds can understand it or not maybe understand it but like in uh, get it enough to like be able to at least like stumble their way through it and that's what all these youtube videos are basically i mean we saw a lot of like 
basic educational onboarding material being created. I mean, shit, Simon from Luke got paid like a fat mill to make some fucking educational videos, you know, like before the crash. I mean, there's that was good business because people needed to be educated. And apparently not everyone is good at breaking, you know, things down to people. So that's cool to see like actual teachers in in the space with us. In in the game. Yeah. I mean Luke Lauren was they were like one of the good things that Luke did. Um, I didn't realize a, a seven-figure sum was involved in that. Um, that's that's interesting. Well, uh, your man Simon took what was it, two hundred and thirty k, and went and built Eclipse Pad and releasing it on the C network. Fucking unbelievable, man! Unbelievable. They say seventy percent of the dev power <laughs> in the cosmos has transferred over to say. That's just what I heard. Could be a psyop. I don't know. I couldn't stop laughing at that Tom Norwood's uh, thread uh, the other week. Honest to God, I just I couldn't stop laughing. Every single like one I read, each each one of the tweets in the thread, like I just like my God, my God, my God, laughing my head off. What a giga player, man! Never mind, never mind. We've done so. Better, you know, Rizzle, if we look in your wallet, what sort of NFTs are we going to see? What what sort of transactions are we going to see? Is there a lot of looping, a lot of uh, shit coining? What what are we going to find when we when we take a look into Rebels Wallet? Um, and and, and Rebels Wallet is fully public, um, because that was it used to be my sort of demo wallet address that I was using back on Terra One, and then of <laughs> ended up becoming that's all that's all that's left. Um, I've I've got some. Majority, I suppose, are older Terra NFTs. Um, if you look into the TFM wallet, that might be a bit more interesting because there are some different NFT projects um, throughout Cosmos. I can see Atlas Dow in here. Um, forgive me if I'm not shouting out anyone else from nft projects but a lot of projects are donating like one or two nfts some are actually donating more than that into a tfm wallet which we're going to use for giveaways at various stages to sort of help promote um the tfm trading terminal to help promote the different marketplaces the different l1s and also the nft projects themselves i mean that's that's what we're kind of thinking is that, that like NFTs really are sort of holding together the Cosmos communities at the moment. So if there's different ways that we can help support the different app chains that have NFTs, as well as the different projects who keep on building, then that's going to be sort of good for everyone. Or so we hope anyway. So yeah, I mean, we've already done a few giveaways of some Cosmos apes. But like I was saying, Atlas Dow have given us a couple as well. So we'll be giving some of those away at some stage. Maybe I I don't. It'd be interesting to hear of what people value as sort of the best way to do sort of NFT type giveaways. Um, would a trading competition be something people would be interested in, or is it just sort of like anything, up? anything yeah. other than tag anything other than tag three friends because that's the change. Yes, I, I'll be honest with you. I, that that. Rile, well, it doesn't rile me. I just, I just don't even do tag three friends. So to, to set that up on the TFM on um, Twitter account would 
be difficult. I do. And every time I just tag Chubby three times, every time one day Chubbs, we're going to win one of these giveaways. You watch. And we also sometimes run missions in the TFM discord. They were quite popular. We did a crew three. Um, and I think crew three might've changed their name, but I, I didn't feel crew three was a great sort of camp. Uh, it, it is a great campaign tool. Sorry. I don't want to say it's not. <laughs> but no, I'll say it's not. Team. It's really Crew not. Right. Crew 3 is awful. Crew 3 is there to collect all of your data, connect it to all of your wallets, and send it to the government. So enjoy that. I hope whatever NFT you won was worth it. I ain't touching that shit, though. Okay. I couldn't agree more. I just, just look up who the CEO of Crew 3 is and tell me that guy is not working for the feds. Just, just do that for me. Tell me what you think. Mm. Interesting. Well, I wasn't even thinking of that side, but that's very interesting that you raised that as a potential issue. Um, but we we were finding that the, the engagements that we were getting just didn't even seem like legit people. I mean, some of them were legit. Um, is he still in the space? I don't think Chubby participated, but um. We would have welcomed Chubbs in for sure. But yeah, Dizzle. Dizzle came and joined um, some of the Crew 3 campaigns. So obviously knew he was a real person. But I think for every sort of real person or real Twitter account that engages with the Crew 3 campaign, there's maybe three or four dubious ones with like 10 followers that do nothing but like retweet. So I, I just don't know if that's necessarily the the best way to to bring legit people into Cosmos. I'm sorry, I, I just need to comment on what Finn said. So he actually worked in the army. Oh, sorry, the navy intelligence division. Yeah, I I just posted a picture in the in the private GC there. You can tweet it if you want, but that's David Bigham. Yep, and, yep, uh, yep, yeah, yeah. He he yep. looks like he wants your email address so that he can sell it on a spam list with everyone else's email address. I, I just, I don't feel comfortable giving that man anything. No, no, he was, uh, yeah, he was also in the Navy for 11 years. Look at the state of him, man. Oh my God, looks like a right snake oil salesman. It's gotta be the gl- the sunglasses on LinkedIn. Yeah, that, just like- Vance, like, can, you, can you post that in the nest somehow? I, I didn't know where to put it, so I just put it in the GC. But I mean, you guys can find it if you just Google Dave Bing and B-I-G-H-A-M, you'll see Crew 3. You got to put it in the comments if there's, uh, if there's no tweet about it. You can't share it. You can only share tweets in the nest. I can see it. Anyway, I can see a few tweets up in the nest already. When's, when when you're going to let Robbo have some questions? And I'm keeping quiet because I've got the big numbers, the oh, big ones. You- did you get your questions sorted out? It's all you, baby. Take it away. <laughs> no, but I'm going to be really honest about something. You know, I made a bet on an ecosystem. We made a bet. A lot of us made a bet on an ecosystem, right? And there's a lot of times like I've turned around and I'm looking at the development like over on Lunar and then I'm going, fuck. Like, I kind of understand how Lunar went through like what it did. And all like the devs stayed there and they didn't just stay there. They started like producing like awesome fucking shit. Like, and even like the ones that have moved, like most of the 
revigoration that came into like uh, Stargaze and all that was all like their projects mo- moving over, like the Skellies and all them, right? After like the crash here. Uh, mate, how how is this being possible? Why why's Luna got the magic sauce where we've seen so many others, like you know, Juno, for example, etc., fail in regards to like like the dev output, the quality. I mean, you see a feathers coming out. We've seen Enterprise, we set one up, it's lovely. There's all sorts of stuff going on, the Astroport, etc. etc. I could go on and on and on. How is this possible? How did they retain the devs and then they just bang it out the park? Is that for Rebel or is that for Finn? No, that was that was for you, that buddy. Like what in your opinion, having gone through the crash and seen these devs rise like the Phoenix, like to me, I'm like, I mean, didn't get me wrong, there has been some all right stuff over on Juno. But if you take away like what four or five projects, like there's nothing there, right? Like you look over Luna and you go like, whoa, look at this. I mean, look at the success, like say like uh, the Lion Dow's had. Like every project seems to just be going like like a rocket at the minute over there. That that is a fair point. I mean, I, th- I think before the crash, I mean that that crash was a seminal moment in in Cosmos. Um, things were pretty tribal um, with different ecosystems maybe thinking they had better things going on with other ecosystems um, and there was yeah without wanting to sort of throw blame around there was um, it, I'm sorry I made myself speechless here <laughs> Finn, I think the UST in. right like there was no decentralized stable so I think having that pre-crash was a huge in for the rest of Cosmos because now they could utilize this stable that wasn't controlled by fucking Circle or, or whatever. Like it was a, a true decentralized stable. And then after it crashed, it took all of those projects with it, you know, and not not obviously completely with it, but it put a big dent in everybody's fucking war chest, you know. And the fact that all a lot of those projects just had a bad taste in their mouth with Terra, I think, created this air of like, all right, we have to stick together as this community and this ecosystem and keep building something because we're going to get shit on no matter where else we go because everyone's hating on UST because they were all way over leveraged. And then to see a return to the cosmos via this alliance via what feathers going to be i think will hopefully bring everyone back in together across this ibc game and, and start to to kick it out but the devs i mean you saw it like juno was trying to poach devs at sway i mean like every ecosystem was like trying to lure them in there was a secret space where secret had a dev fund for terra devs you know like every ecosystem wanted terra devs after that crash and some of them went and chased money you know and good for them i, I hope they got it and some of them stayed some of them did both you know and it just depends on on the situation and the people but I think what we ended up with is a pretty tight knit group of really, really big brain people. And then a bunch of us smooth brains running around yelling about it. And that, I don't know if that's enough, but we had this discussion the other day and it's the same discussion all these other ecos are having. It's like, 
we need a face for this project. Like this ecosystem needs a vision. It needs someone to steer it. And for us, that was Doe. Like Doe was the vision. He was the the captain. He was steering this ship in, in the path that we all wanted to go. And now like we don't really have that. So like we're in that position that that Juno is in and, and Stars is in and, and everyone else is like, who's steering this decentralized shit show? Who is the spokesperson for this decentralized shit show who speaks for these apes you know who who is the the leader that's going to unite all this shit and like push it forward into the next century and i think that's where we're at right now is trying to figure that out i was hoping ryan would do it but he's too busy with with the pride and stuff maybe soy was going to do it but now he's sucked into that whole neutron thing so i i don't know i don't know where we're going to go but i know a lot of us are still here and there's a lot of good devs still building some dope shit. Absolutely. I mean, is it not kind of what Rob was saying as well, that things are now kind of sort of ground up rather than top down? Yeah, and maybe that's the best thing for it, right? In 10 years, we're going to look back and be like, man, it's a good thing that fucking crash happened. Otherwise, none of this other shit would have happened. And obviously, you don't know what would have happened had the crash not happened. I mean, we Luna obviously would have went to a thousand and we'd all be living in mansions right now. But neither here nor there. We are where we are and we know what we need to do to, to keep moving forward. And that's what we do. That's why you see the same group of people showing up every day, you know, seven days a week. <laughs> like we do it. That's just what it is. Forever the, I, I, I don't need a job, though. Isn't he forever the wordsmith? Isn't he? Oh, Finn, forever the wordsmith. Absolutely. Someone, please give Bruce a job so that he can stay in this space all day with us. He needs $5, please. <laughs> no, no, no. Ten, ten dollars are not that cheap. Say, give me five dollars. Like, Don Kryptonium, go on. Have you seen my elf at Dogface? Like, that's ten dollars worth at least, man. I'm not cheap like Don. Did you put that in the nest? Oh, I can do that. But only oh. only when people ask me. B bands, have you seen what's coming? Have you seen it or not? Bruce has just pulled. Is it in our private GC chat? No, it's coming to the nest. Bruce has uh, just uh, docked himself. And at the yeah. same time, he's yeah, also doing the Don impression. Yo, I, oh. I commented that his lips literally look like a little heart. Like it, it has an exact heart shape. <laughs> How cute! <laughs> oh, bee pants! Look at his little mouth. Oh, we've lost Finn. That's too much for him. Yeah. So TFM, you sound like you've been good friends for a while. You and Finn, yeah, get along like a house on fire. Yeah, and then there's something. I mean, it's not really fully Web three in the sense that it's like it doesn't involve smart contracts, but we've been working on these like ecosystem pages, um, which are going to describe or have have details about all the different app chains in Cosmos. So, kind kind of kind of a nice sort of cool little website website feature, um, and and part of the ecosystem pages is I mean is going to be um, Twitter Spaces. And because Finn has recorded a lot of Twitter spaces, not just for Terra, not just for Juno, and, and a few other ecosystems, I mean, he's literally all over Cosmos. There's going to be a sort of a Terra spaces section within each L1. Um, and for all the L1s that have had 
um, Twitter spaces recorded by Finn, they're going to be appearing there. There's going to be a nice donate button as well. Um, should people want to, and and this was this was sort of designed before Finn got his Terra funding, but that but that doesn't sort of mean that we're we we have no obligation to to support when we can. Um, and it be, might might be nice to sort of gamify this somehow to find out which communities are most up for supporting Terra spaces. Am I back? Oh, I just got rugged so fucking hard. Can you hear me? You're back. You're back. Okay. You're back. loud and clear. Uh, the last thing I heard, sorry to, to just burst in and interrupt, was the gamification thing. And that that's the one thing I really, and I mean, there's several things I like about what Spark IBC is doing, but that was the one thing I really liked about it was their leaderboard for the Spark points, because that showed who was actually pitching in and who wasn't. Obviously, that only works on Juno right now, as far as being able to donate and get on the leaderboard. But it was a cool way to see like, all right who are these projects that I'm spending my time on, like which ones are actually pitching in versus who's not. And obviously we, we get the random donation here and there for like a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks that there's like just nothing in the memo. So I'm like, all right, I have no idea who sent this, but thank you. Uh, but having that leaderboard as a way of like, look, these are the top five or 10 contributing projects like let's go support them because they're supporting the ecosystem sort of thing. I think it's really cool. Yeah. That'd be nice to solve. I mean, we'll, we'll do it without the spark points, but um, it, 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 I think it could be quite nice sort of for, for communities to see um, who's supporting Terra spaces and, and at what level, I mean, people might see like, Whoa, wait a minute. Terra spaces has, has taken in a hundred grand over the last three months. Maybe we don't need to send them any cash. But on the other hand, it might be, oh, Terra Spaces has made $300 over the last four months. Maybe it's time we kicked something in. Um, so, yeah, I think it could benefit benefit everyone. Just everyone in the sense that blockchain transparency is quite nice. Um, benefit communities getting their spaces recorded and benefit Terra Spaces getting a little bit of funding. Yeah, we can be like, okay, Finn. So, like, this month you took in this much. Okay. Even though you worked really hard the next month, you made the same. Nah, let's not send him any more money. <laughs> we got to control make him sweat. so we can keep him in want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I keep my bitches broken hungry, so they need me. It's like classic pimp game 101, baby. Let's go. Now, I, I heard, this is quite recently that I heard this, um, but it, it Surprised me because I knew she is involved with the Space Kellys, but I, I'd heard the B bands is maybe still or has been in the past quite a big um dragon, a Levana dragon holder or egg holder. Um, so have you had a look at the Levana dragon page on TFM? And when I, you Levana, I feel like you just injected me with acid and you're like, survive, survive, live. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm trying, but I can't. No, so um, I sold all of my eggs. I sold everything. Um, long time. Uh, I mean, for a loss, obviously, a huge loss. But yeah, I did all that. I just, uh, I couldn't take it. I think after the whole thing uh, that happened, I'm like, eh, I don't need this like stress in my life. I, I've lost trust already, so I, I don't want to go there. I hope they do well. I hope people get to like make money and stuff like that. But for me... I'm not interested, and it's just like an, um, a mental mentally. I, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. Does that make sense? Okay, I'm sorry for bringing up old 
feelings then i wasn't i yeah i wasn't aware of that history why just, do you, there's one woman one female in this room and you just take out your little scottish club and you just start and battering you know, her little golden oh, innocent stop. heart no i'm i'm being i'm being funny the whole acid in my blood and telling me to live i'm just being funny but i mean as far uh, everything else is truthful i just i'm not i'm not i'm not even going there I, there's other projects i can focus on when well, when uh, he first said that i thought he was going to ask you about the new gelato hire and when he said levada i was like oh shit here we go this was news to me this one but i, I just, I mean, because because we've been speaking, and I know MBs in this one as well. Um, there are quite a lot of like old school Levana dragon holders, and I knew they had issues with the sort of marketplace that they had on Juno. Um, just not being all that responsive to things that they were asking for. So, I mean, I think TFM have been particularly responsive to. Levana Dragons, and we can essentially do this for any NFT collection is put in custom sort filters. Um, so one of the custom sort filters is you can order the dragons or dragon eggs by spirit level. And as far as I'm aware, that wasn't possible on directly on the marketplace. And so, so there is stuff you can do on TFM that makes the sort of researching and buying experience particularly for if you're in the Levana Dragons, like a really nice experience. And I'm just looking, actually, I was, I'd um, been interested in possibly buying another egg um, for $500. Ooh, a nice yeah, I used, I used to spend that kind of, I used to spend that, I think uh, in total, I think I spent like 15 Gs on eggs. Oof, Anyways. Vans, um, did you do the meteor shower or did you get in after all that? Oh, no, I was there at the meteor shower and then I started flipping eggs and then I was like doing the game stuff and like uh, it, that's uh, I thought it was less. And then my husband brought it to my attention. That was actually, you know, the amount. And um, yeah, I'm just looking at old Levana stuff. You Now that you brought it up, I'm looking at uh, their token vesting schedule that they had or the token that never came. Just uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, there's maybe a token coming, isn't there? I feel like that that crash, like for part of the projects, it was a huge sigh of relief because they were like, "Man, we didn't know what the fuck we were gonna do," and I'm glad that this happened. So now we don't really have to do anything. And then obviously for the rest, it was like, "Oh fuck!" Like that really put a a wrench in our our plans. But I, I definitely think there's like this large handful of projects that were just like. Whew, Dodged a bullet there. Robo, do you have any questions? Uh, no, dude. I've just been eating some fried chicken and sticky rice while I was listening. Oh, to you. are you eating on the space? Oh, again oh. with the sticky rice. Oh, man, never gonna. Uh, uh, real no. quick, a history of the wheelchair mafia on Stargaze is now 39% minted. Slow but steady, baby. We're gonna get there. Feed those dogs. I know. I wanted to do like the raffle at like 40% just for the culture, you know, one more uh, percent. I am just looking at a history of wheelchair mafia on. Um, Does rebel, is he familiar with the, the dog chariot racing gentleman? Cause I feel I, like he, I've seen the vid, I've seen the video and they all come out and they're looking so excited and 
Yeah, man, it brings a tear to your eye, that one. I, I mean, I've never met Robo's friend, but yeah, yeah, Robo told me about, about the wheelchair mafia. The, the, oh, yeah, Rebel, Rebel, he put uh, he sent me a screenshot of the Wheelchair Mafia on TFM fairly shortly uh-huh. after the launch happened, right? Yeah, man, they're they're up there. I I'm and I'm just looking at how many um, items you've got in the collection. It's five hundred and fifty-five. Is that correct? Correct, it is, sir. It is, yeah. And there's a price at 555. So basically, I mean, we've said this to a few people, just to fill you in quickly, yeah. In Thailand, five means like ha. So over here, the end there, text messages and everything was like 555, which is like ha, 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 right? It's like a common, real common thing over here. So we were like, B bands was like, hey, where there's a wheel, there's a way. And uh, I mentioned the 555 to these guys quite a while ago when stars was like two, 2.2 cents or something. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. And to be honest, like we didn't change the price because it's like a little nuance, dude, you know? That's why that the price, that, that, and that's why there's that many in the collection. They're like, ha, 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 the dogs. Why shouldn't the dogs be at a laugh as well, right? Absolutely. I think that number is like quite um, uh, uh, an interesting number in various different cultures. I was, um, when I was leaving Japan, I went to, I went to Starbucks. They do this really nice, this really nice thing called like a yuzu tea. I went to get a yuzu tea and the girl who was serving me said, oh, she said I had a nice smooth head because I just shaved my head that morning. Um, and then I said to her, like, do you, do, do you shave? Like, and I sort of made an indication, like a mustache. And she went, yeah, yeah, I have to. I'm I'm totally like Santa Claus unless I shave. We had a laugh about that, and then the price for my tea came up, and it was five hundred and fifty-five. And and you're saying in, in Thai that's ha ha ha. In Japanese that's go go go. So the way she told me how much my tea was going to be was quite funny, um, and it just made me think, wow, these dogs go go go. So that's a, that's a great. And fast great forward number. to today, Rebel married that woman. And today they live a happy life. And she doesn't have to shave shop. anymore because he accepts her. He accepts her beard and it's fine. I'm very a happy beard. for you. Absolutely. A bearded lady. They are rare, but you got to appreciate them when you find them. <laughs> it's all quiet and shit. Do you uh, think we need them like, oh, Chubby Baby finally gave up. Where did he go? He, had, he was waiting for a while. He really oh, he went to go harass another space probably. Chubbs doesn't have a whole lot of patience. He, I mean, he's he was, he's here to do a job, like, right? He, he's been here for like an. He was like for forty five minutes, just sitting patiently, made his dedication. Well, so Chubby wanted yeah. to come up, and you were ignoring him, man. There's only one the, person I ignore. Is the shit talking about to start? Is it just just asking for the audience? It already started. I thought. All right, Bruce kicked it off, didn't he? Straight away. Any more corny jokes, Bruce? Are you really? Do you really want some? I'm looking at his set list here, and I think we're at the 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 end of his his jokes. That that was all he brought today. But good material, Bruce. Not bad. We'll work on Thank that. You. We'll tighten it up a bit. Nice. Thank you, man. I'm and always down to get into the studio. Sorry, go ahead, Rebel. I was just going to say before we jump into shit talk. Well, I suppose there has been a little bit of shit talking already, Bruce. But um, TFM, we definitely appreciate feedback. 
and and like Finn talked about this earlier on um, about sort of stuff that we build, but also stuff that might like if you see like oh that seems a bit strange or that's not working the way I'd expect. Um, I can see we've got our Hatton with the um, sort of Larry styled um, PFP there. He has if it's if it's the R hat I'm thinking about, and I think it is. Um, brought something to our attention in the TFM Telegram sort of community chat group, um, which was really great. So I'll be honest with you, I can't remember exactly what the issue was. Hopefully it's fixed now. Um, but rather than sort of like if you're using TFM and something doesn't work and just thinking, oh, don't want to use that again, um, tell us. We'll, we'll get it sorted. I mean, it, it may not even be like a direct like sort of TFM issue. I mean, it may be something to do with a relayer. Um, but obviously, if a relayer is not working properly and you're using TFM, that's going to have a knock-on effect that TFM is not going to work properly and you think, oh, TFM is not working. Um, but yeah, bring any issues that you sort of have, if you have any, or positive, constructive feedback, whatever. Um, if, yeah, if you want to drop it into our Telegram group or on some other channel, that would be that would be really great. So I got a quick question. Do you guys have any plans to spin up some of your own relayers based on all of this data that you guys have just looking at like where the weak points are? Like, is it is it feasible financially to kind of fill in the gaps there in the meantime while we wait for, I guess, other validators to do it? Because that, that's generally a validator job. Is, is that right? Well, not necessarily a, a validator's job, but some some validators. Um are particularly strong on their their relayer game um, okay so not all validators do relaying and not all relayers are validate is what you're saying i i wasn't aware of that personally essentially yeah that's you you described it pretty well um there there are of different things under discussion about how to improve that side of ibc yeah and which may involve tfm doing stuff directly um i mean like you were saying that it does actually cost i think juno had a vote recently and um, to maybe pay relayers but like running a relayer is basically it's an expense um and because the fees are so low they, it's not they removed they removed the uh, relayer fees i think okay okay so then that's interesting yeah so i, I mean if 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 it's not going to cost validators to run the infrastructure, then hopefully we'll get better infrastructure. Yeah, that makes sense. I just feel like I remembered. I I don't know if it was PFC or somebody was talking about like how expensive it is to run these relayers, and that's why they had to up a percentage or two in their validator uh, take rate or whatever the the commission that they get. Yeah, I, I didn't realize like I didn't I didn't realize how much. No, no, uh, uh, what's he called? Block pain, like all on spaces, like like when they've been talking about like really, and I even Gaines was on about it, like because uh, they were in like the top ten, I think. It, I think they were like seventh place. They're like most uh, relays or packets done, you know. But they literally lose money at the end of the day, like a lot. Yeah, and that sucks because it sounds like it's a pretty necessary service for uh, uh, something to be IBC connected. I mean, if you're not getting relayed, you're kind of not ibc right you're stuck on whatever chain you're on so yeah it maybe there there definitely should be a better way to incentivize that or or to reward 
validators that are doing the above and beyond and, and getting those packets where they need to go or whatever. Uh, I had a DM, somebody asked a question they wanted me to ask. They said, is TFM's plan really a Cosmos-wide stealth strategy to establish themselves as the DEX aggregators for everything? Then one day, suddenly, bang, pull the curtain back and reveal their shadow org of actual DEXs and NFT marketplaces. Is that true? That, that TFM are already running DEXs all across Cosmos. Is that is TFM KuCoin? Is TFM Binance? Who are you? That, well, I mean, a lot of our team is yet, well, no, I don't know if they're unknown, but they are sort of building in the shadows. Um, sorry to disappoint, CZ is not as far, well, I've not seen CZ at any of the team meetings, so um, no direct connection to Binance. Meeting? Oh, now you know who he is. Next, oh, now you know who he is. Earlier in this space, sorry, Bibens, earlier in this space, you said you did not know who that guy was. Something's fishy going on here. Nice. Pull that string. Unravel it, Bruce. Take I'm it down. Of, what does T have? been caught in a lie here. Damn. Yeah. Not even two hours, bro. Scottish people, man. Isn't that right, Robo? Who would I think you want to leave us? Boy, uh... dude, you want to be leaving us Brits alone, man? I'm telling you. Listen, Rob is more Scottish than he is English. <laughs> hey, so when's um when's your next team meeting? And is it like a live team meeting? Your CSET meeting. Are you gonna are you gonna hack the mainframe and come join us? No, I said if it's live, like are you guys gonna have a team meeting in person or are you guys having a team meeting like Oh I see live. Well I uh, listen, listen, why don't there's gonna be a TFM presence at Cosmoverse as far as I'm aware? That's not that many months away. So certainly for the Europeans in the house, um, Robo is Robo. It's not a million miles for Robo to get to Turkey. Um, hopefully see Soy over there. Turkey? What? Fucking wouldn't get me in Turkey, I tell you. Bollocks to that shit. It's as soon as it's going to be hot. Come on, it's like home away from home. <sighs> Dude, I'm telling you, nowhere. Nowhere. Can I ask one question, one interview question? Like, I know this wasn't my interview or anything, but I did have like one question I wanted to ask. Is that okay? Please. Okay. So, um, what impact do you expect to have on the overall growth and development of the Cosmos ecosystem? Like, what are you hoping for? What are you, what are you looking for with the, with with everything that you've created? What impact do you want to make? That's a great question. I, I mean, as, as, I mean, I am becoming, I, I remember Jake Hartnell had a thing. He's a, he's a Dow maximalist. Um, I think for me, working for TFM, I am becoming like an interchain maximalist. And, and I, I love the idea of sort of what TFM is trying to achieve with all this, this aggregation, like bringing different chains into one terminal and also with the bridge as well just trying to connect i mean i know it's not tfm that's running all the relayer infrastructure but connecting like all the different ibc go enabled chains i think is is really exciting i mean there's a lot of chains and i saw someone in earlier on and i know you guys had them on a space recently the checked guys doing all their sort of id stuff um i i think that the more connected the chains are 
the easier it's going to be for I don't know, maybe maybe newer chains. The easier it'll be for newer chains. The easier it'll be for chains that maybe don't have a huge marketing department to sort of get more of the limelight. The more connected things are, when, when people say, "Oh, connected to osmosis," oh, what's this chain? I'll find out about it. Um, I mean, at, at the moment, I think it's something like eighty-five fully connected chains, and then there's even more chains on top of that that don't have relayers because they're sort of still under development and then there's even sort of all the other app chains that are still getting built um so so just yeah just playing a part in getting the ibc more connected would be a dream come true for me and definitely something that tfm are, are playing a big part in awesome thank you i was just curious one day i want to have my one little question out there <laughs> That was that was quite a big question, but did that did that sort of answer? Yes, absolutely. Where, where, yeah, I just wanted to hear from you. I don't have any like I feel like sometimes when you ask somebody a question and they give you the answer, it doesn't really always need a commentary. It just you just need to hear what hear what that other person is trying to communicate. You know? Yeah. So I, I mean, again, speaking personally, rather than being just sort of in one ecosystem, I think I I think it, like it early twenty twenty two. Or so late 2021, early 2022, a lot of us were kind of predominantly in one ecosystem, wherever that was. I, I would say that's my contention anyway. But nowadays in 2023, the majority of us are across tons of different ecosystems. So being involved with this of cross-chain narrative, interchain narrative in Interchain. I mean, we're all sort of interchain maxis at the moment, which, which I think is great. Back to you, Bruce. Thank you, B bands. So I know you're not like the dev. You're not doing the coding, rebel. But when we're talking bridges, right? The whole technology with bridges and the whole concept, and then when we're talking IPC bridges, the security aspect is like two completely different things, right? Yes. So yes, how? Yeah. So how? How do you maintain a high level security, even though it's IPC, right? And how has that make your the dev teams, uh, the teams' uh, efforts easier? The fact that it's IPC. Good question. The best person to speak to this would probably be our CTO um, to discuss this of. Yeah, the technicalities of this, but um, hopefully I'm not going to get things too muddled up. But it, it, like you said, it's not like a bridge from Ethereum to Cosmos or, I don't know, Ethereum to Arbitrum or whatever. We don't take custody of anyone's funds as far as i'm aware so therefore it's it's, it's just i it's just it's just ibc transactions the transactions either succeed or they don't and if they don't succeed then the their funds are going to still be in the user's wallet there was there was actually a strange one recently um which occasionally happens if there's an issue with the relayer um the funds can leave your wallet and then they kind of get stuck on a relayer. Um, and then 
after about 24 hours, the transaction just reverts and the funds then go back to the originating wallet. Um, but again, as, as we thought of anything, when you're sending money to a different wallet, you might want to do like a smaller amount first just to check that it's actually going to the right place. Um, and once you're happy and confident that you're sending it to the right place, you can send the rest of your bags. Just a little TX101 with Rebel DeFi. Thank you for that answer, man. Yeah, because you guys aren't, I mean, like you said, there's no custody happening. You guys are basically doing anything someone with CLI knowledge would be able to do just by inputting a bunch of commands and whatnot, I would imagine. Obviously, I'm not dev, but from what it sounds like, it's just doing what IBC does. You guys just have this handy interface that automates a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we put out a thread um, or, well, within the last 24 hours, maybe, just talking about how to... And, and uh, other people have been talking about this recently as well, but like just setting up manual transfers across cross-chain in with your Kepler wallet. So yeah, people can go that way. And, and it's quite nice being able to sort of work out how these, tra- well, I mean, not necessarily fully technically how the transfers are working, but just, just to see that, okay, if I type in, I want to go to that chain, I just type in that channel number. Okay, I can transfer these tokens. And, and it kind of, it, it, it works. Um, it's a little bit scary the first few times you do it, just sort of direct and Kepler. Um, but then, so yeah, TFM abstracts even that sort of level of complexity away and just allows people just to sort of choose what chains they want to transfer tokens between, select a token, type in the number, and then and then go for it. Right. I got a few just real quick. I want you just first off top of your head answer. Ready? Go for it. Favorite ecosystem. Is am I talking for TFM or talking for, for you. favorite ecosystem Cosmos? For you personally. In the cosmos, favorite ecosystem. Favorite ecosystem in the cosmos. I am. I've got a few. I'm getting more interested in Stargaze for the NFTs, um, Terra for the the old school vibes, um, Juno for the community. That's how I got involved with these rack clowns. Um, there, there, there's tons of ecosystems. I mentioned checked before. I love what they're building. Um, okay, so favorite and favorite ecosystem. Others. You're, you're dodging the question. Favorite ecosystem. Terra? Okay. Favorite NFT collection? Collective Punks. Nice. Favorite food? Obnobs. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite mobile device OS? iOS. Oh, God, you're killing me. Killing me. All right. No further <laughs> questions. I, I heard you are not into Galactic Punks. I don't know. I don't know if you're just doing that because to. to... To re- rebel against Chubby, but man, come on. I, I have Toads and I have SPs. I had a Galactic Punk once for eight minutes. I won it from an auction. It was an Angel Protocol one. And then I flipped it immediately to the Angel dude for double what I paid for it. It took eight minutes and I was like, well, there goes my punk. And then I just never bought another one. <laughs> one day, one day I'll have. When I can stake them and get B Luna, then I will, I'll buy one or 20. Absolutely. I th- in fact, it was, it was Romy. I think it was Romy that had the issue about sending tokens. I think you were trying to send stuff to Injective or from Injective. Is that right? Romy's in the audience. Does that ring a bell? I think it, I'm pretty sure it was Romy that was having the, um, the issue yesterday. 
But he got his tokens back, so it's all good. Nice. What's your favorite wallet? That's an interesting one. I, I'm, I'm going to start looking into Leap more again. I'm getting some good recommendations about that. I He feels embarrassed I, to say Kepler, but he wants to say Kepler. No, no. He wants I'm to say Station. Listen, I, no, I mean, I, I, no, I, I have so much. I want, I want to say Station, but I can't say Station at the moment. Um, station will get better. Uh, absolutely convinced of that. I used to, I think the more you use Kepler, the more you think, it's not that bad. Um, I did meet Josh Lee in Hong Kong Web3 Festival, and he showed me some new Kepler stuff. And it, it looks very good. I think it, it looks, <laughs> when, when, when it comes out, you might think this, this seems quite a lot like Station. Um, it's been a long time coming, um, but I, I redesigned Kepler UI UX is going to be pretty cool, I think. Will it um, still cause your phone to want to catch fire when you use it on mobile with something like Dowdow? That's interesting. I have noticed. I'll be that, that's a weird thing. I don't, I'm not really a mobile guy. I think it's maybe my age, except I think you and I are probably about the same age and you're you've chosen the mobile route. And um, maybe you just want to hang with the kids only when i have to only only when i have to trust me it's not my preference okay especially when my phone feels like it's a fucking hand warmer but uh, yeah i have noticed but like sometimes the phone gets super hot i and 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 station is there is no mobile version at the moment is that there it's the old one and it hasn't been updated to do the uh cross-chain stuff like the alliance stuff because they they looked at their stats and mobile was a very small an allotment so they they wanted to get where everyone was first but yeah i i it's probably just people are not using i i thought i thought mobile was more used than i thought i thought i was in the minority using desktop and um, i know dizzle he is in the space just now he's a big fan of leap i don't know if that's leap mobile as well um i'm pretty convinced that I've, i use leap a bit on my mobile and i'm pretty convinced it's the best mobile choice at the moment Oh, wow. Okay. Thumbs up from Disney I, as well. So it's two votes. I, I definitely held off because I know they, they, I never used them in Terra. It, it just was like Station did everything I needed it to. And I wasn't about like wanting to put my seed uh, on other things, just me being me. And then Ambedo was like, man, you really got to try this leap thing. And I was having some issues with Kepler, like wanting to set my phone on fire. So I was like, cool, I'll check it out. And after I tried it, I immediately like put all of my wallets into it. And now like it's, it, I love it. Like it works so good and it's got like their whole dash UI setup. Like it, they've done a really nice thing with Leapboard and everything. So I definitely, I'm a convert for sure. But stations where I live, you know. Have any of you guys tried the wallet called Frontier? Nope. Is that an osmosis thing? Uh, no, it it covers like I think sixty change chains, like ETH, everything from ETH to Juno. Okay, so like a trust wallet. Interesting. I have not messed with it. I, the the next one I want to play with is Sonar, just because I really like what Kuji builds. So that that'll probably be the next one on my list to play around with. Finn, would you use a wallet if the casino was impl- implemented? Okay, why can't I speak? Implemented inside of the wallet. Ooh, that's a good question. Yes and no. I would, and then I'd be like, this is too dangerous for me, and then I would stop. 
but I have heard Cosmos Station does that, but I just never, like I said, I don't like putting my seed phrases in too many things. So I just don't know. No, like, what like I, I think I, I don't think I made myself clear. So a wallet, a mobile wallet, just like Leap, right? Where the casino, the rec casino, for example, is implemented inside as a D app inside of the wallet. Well, yeah, so Bruce, have you been drinking today? Pay attention. I said so I use Leap now. So if it's in Leap, yes, obviously I'll be using it. Okay, no, okay. I don't drink, by the way. I just eat food, never, hey, never liquid. The first step is admitting that you have a problem. So let's let's cross that threshold and I do we'll, have a we'll problem. see what we can do. I do have a problem. I am the CFO of Terra Spaces. And there's no money coming. Got 99 problems. Being a CFO ain't one. <laughs> oh, Lord. So that's everyone's cool. challenge thank for you. today. Oh, sorry. It's cutting over. No, I'm just going to thank, thank my boy, fellow co-hosts, you know. Always a classic show when Bruce is on the mushrooms. Uh, dude, <clears throat> you've seen uh, a lot of shit lately in the last few days. I mean, we're going to be winding out a little bit, but uh, you got any comments on all of the uh, drama that we've been witnessing over the, the last week or so? <laughs> um, I try not to get too involved. Um, there, I, I, I like watching Dawn's videos. Um, I always find them entertaining. How he tells us to absolutely destroy like button. Um, definitely entertaining value in Dawn's videos, and it's it's interesting the stuff that is being brought to light. I, I saw um, Rack FM had put a tweet out within the last twenty four hours. Um, I don't don't know if it's up in the nest. What tweet is he referring to, Bruce? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not the one tweeting from RackFM account. You guys, yeah, you guys I don't are tweet. I, I, I just want to make like an announcement. I don't tweet from the RackFM account. I don't think Bruce does either, right? Nope. Bullshit. Bruce tweets from there all the time. You can tell it's Bruce. What the fuck you talking about? Bruce, you know. Which, which one is he talking about from last night, like? I don't know. It's not me, man. The last tweet I made from the RackFM account was the one with the underpants. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't that one but basically everyone in here should be following Rack FM for the giggles and the information um, not, another people who's got Ray Raspberry has just dropped into this call um, I don't know if he's on the wine just now but Ray is uncovering tons of stuff Ray is definitely someone worth following oh he's dropped out he's on the wine no he's here did you, did you, yeah, I can try, man. I love me some Ray. Yeah, it's brilliant when, you Ray, go to, you? brilliant when you go to talk about someone and they just drop out of the room immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't like being chilled. Yeah, Ray I, has been doing some really, really crazy good work in, in the the stuff that he's been uncovering lately. And I, I don't want to like blow up his spot or anything. I'll let him, when he's ready to... Uh, to get it all out there but yeah he that dude does some really good work like he's a good cat to have in the ecosystem make sure everybody's staying somewhat honest yeah that that's that's an absolute fair point i mean there's there's so much stuff is on chain and um, it's good to have people even though it's, it's information's allegedly available to us it still does require people to sort of decode it for um the normies 
Um, so yeah, Rui is a good guy to to have about. Um, and yeah, just keeping projects, individuals, honest. That's integrity news for you. Coming soon. Finn, you can see me shilling your uh, your NFT uh, collaboration, the, the Finn Beedle collection. Huh? Coming soon. You're my favorite shiller because I'm not going to shill it. I hate shilling myself. So I'm glad I have a, a good team of people here to, to back me up when we make things that are worth shilling. So in those last two Ambedo drops, probably my two favorite songs I've ever written. So we got two more coming down the pipeline. And this mint is going to be awesome. People have been waiting for rep clips. This first mint, four songs, the first EP intermixed with rep clips and art as one massive mm. multi-chain mint. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. And, and multi-chain mint. So where is it, where is it going to be minting? So we're going to copy paste the collection across all the chains and just let people mint them wherever the fuck they want. Mm. I, ideally, I, the the ARC stuff will be ready, but I don't think it'll be ready by then. And I want to get this first EP out. So uh, the next one, we'll try to use an actual cross-chain mentor. Now, I'm, I'm kidding. We're not going to copy-paste it across all the chains. But yeah, this uh, this collection will be fun. Well, I was about to say, though, you could use uh, Mint if you wanted, couldn't you? Yeah? Yeah, they're up. They they had a space yesterday uh, with a bunch of Polygon projects that's up on Terra Spaces, if anyone's curious. But yeah, MintDAO, they're another one from the Terra pre-crash that they, they were starting to get kicked off. And I think they did one Mint, uh, and then that was then the crash happened. So yeah, they're building some cool stuff, though, for sure. Well, I think, because <clears throat> I, I pretty much can guarantee you, you know, you know you're going to sell out straight away if there's only 10 pieces, right? But like... For all the help and et cetera, et cetera, that they've given, like, us or showed us. And uh, with them, like, with your single, et cetera, maybe, you know, Omniflix would be a good bet, like, to say, like, okay, thank you. We're going to, like, release the first one. Because it's so easy over there, Finn. Honestly, it's, you wouldn't believe, like, 10 times easier than Stargaz. Is Ray Raspberry up here or am I tripping? Yes. Just, just before Ray comes up and talks about something super profound, I, I, I just want to, chime in on that as well omniflex it seems such a different sort of ecosystem to stargaze not not to say it's it's in any way better but it's just different it seems to attract different um artists and i think think it would be a good it would be a really good fit for for um finn they, they, you know what i've been saying this for ages they complement each other really well in my opinion you're not going to get the like the ten thousand k collections and stuff dropping on on there, but you are going to get like people like us trying to do like podcasters NFTs and stuff. You know, I mean, it's 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 more media focused. It's definitely more media centric, and that just speaks to like their past and their history of where where they came from before this. Like they're media people, and you can see that in what they're building. And as a fellow media cat, like I appreciate that, and I think it is a really cool platform, and definitely on the top three shortlist i would say of places we're gonna mint stuff well of course i mean theoretically you know if, if you wanted to i mean mint is a great idea by the way because you've got binance and everything over there right polygon the lot yeah that would probably go down really well uh but what you've got omniflix stargaze and uh talus right because you've got a bit of an affinity with talus yeah 
Oh yeah, I put all my photography on Talus and all of this, the NFTs me and my kiddo make, we put those up on Talus just because it's super easy and I'd love Terra Talus. Uh, I, I don't know if we would do like the EVM stuff because we don't really have communities over there, right? Like we have the rep gang that we're part of, but we don't really build in those communities. So I would like to keep it Cosmos centric just because that's that's where my love is. Uh, so yeah, it'll it'll be somewhere like that, Omniflix, Talus. Maybe uh, maybe even Necropolis. Who knows? Only time will tell. Ray, yeah. how you doing, Ray? Good to have Ray up here. I'm doing good. How many bottles of wine are we into tonight, Ray? It's it's daytime here. I'm in my first cup of coffee. <laughs> Thanks, I'm in my first bottle of wine. <laughs> Yeah. Well, GM, sir, GM, sir, do you have anything? I didn't want to break any news or blow up any spots. I wanted to, to leave you to do that since it's your good work. But is there anything you want to bring up uh, on this space while we're having a chat? Or you want to save save any info for uh, a, its own space? Uh, what are you up to, man? Well, the, the guys in the in the know know uh, what's been going on. Um, we can talk about that revelation i i wanted to start with some positive news um that should be really exciting for the cosmos so there's a company that's out of colombia i believe or argentina i think it's colombia called bitso b-i-t-s-o if you're in if you're south of the united states all the way down to argentina and brazil um, argentina for sure bitso is basically a um it's doing what you wish you could happen in the United States that, uh, what was the name of the, uh, Terra project that was, that was doing a debit card, but basically you can tie your crypto holdings straight to a debit card and you can pay with Bitcoin or, uh, USDC, but they just added Atom natively. Um, which is their first, as far as I'm aware, is their first offering off of Ethereum. Um, so you'll be able to use, if you're in Latin America, you can use Bitso to pay with Atom now at like the gas station or convenience stores or anything. So I think that should be huge for the ecosystem. And then if we had an address in one of these countries, we could literally register with Bitso and get a card. Yeah. And you can, they've got a virtual card that cycles all the time. So you can use it. You don't have to use the physical card, but my physical card just showed up. Um, I've been playing around with that, uh, but they've been fantastic and they pay interest on uh, deposits and you get Bitcoin uh, cash back for all your purchases. Whoa, so you've got a Bitso card. Yeah, I was showing it around to people at Cosmoverse in Colombia. So you can put your money in, uh, I think you can do Argentinian pesos, uh, Colombian pesos or Mexican pesos. Um, I'm so sorry, without doxing yourself, I, I thought you were in the States. No, I'm in Mexico. Oh. I, I'm I'm a neighbor to Nacho Don from Terra. You guys have pool parties and stuff together? I don't think we get along that well. <laughs> he is an abrasive fella. He's a good cat, I think. But yeah, he, uh, he has his moments for sure. Yeah. That's but really no, I cool. Think that reminds me of, of Voyager almost, or... Uh, Cotto, I don't know if Cotto had a card, but I know Voyager was going down that route a bit. I can't remember the name of the project. It started with Out, right? Uh, out I, something. Was it Alice? Outlet. Alice? Outlet. Oh, Outlet. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah. So they, but they're live and it's it's working. It's pretty pretty cool. You probably won't find any outlet spaces on Terra Spaces because I believe they were one of the ones that hit me up and asked to have a, a couple spaces removed. So I had to submit a removal request form to the boss man and, and have those uh, taken down. Yeah, that's good that they're still around the building. But since we've got the, well, they're not, yeah. But since we've got the Luna crowd here, I wanted to say uh, we just uncovered, well, we uncovered it a while ago. So. Luckily for Terra 2, um, Risk Harbor returned about uh, 5.6 million Luna. It's 5.4 million. They'd sold a little bit, but we got it back due to some crafty negotiations from TFM. Um, that was community pool money that was sent to them. I've been drinking. We'll, 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 take, we'll take the credit, but yeah, yeah, TFL. Yeah, yeah, TFL. Why did I say TFM? Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, back on Terra Classic. So if you wonder why Terra Classic had such a hell of a time with any momentum on the token, it's because there are projects that were dumping tokens, uh, out of their contracts and, and, uh, we've put the information up. We haven't got a response yet from Risk Harbor. Um, but they rugged. Uh, well, we won't call it rugged, right? Because it's a recorded space. But they, they've off-chained 200 million, 200 million USTC, and uh, at a value of about seven million US dollars worth last July and August, and sold that, um, or it disappeared on Binance and never came back, as far as I can tell. On top of what they gave back, this was before they gave yeah. back. This was okay. This was last for, year. Okay. And for people that don't know real quick, can you just a quick overview, real couple sentences on what Risk Harbor was or is? So Risk Harbor was, was supposed to be the uh, insurance uh, risk protocol for Terra Classic for UST. If there was a UST DPEG Risk Harbor, by uh, underwriting the uh, UST token would pay out for people who put in deposits into Risk Harbor, basically buying insurance against the UST DPEG. Right. And if you used Anchor back then during the, the uh, pre-DPEG, there was a little button that said insurance, or I forget what it said, actually, but it, it was something like insurance. And if you hit that, that's where it would take you and you could insure your your usc holdings in anchor yep and so this the so that was underwritten by one billion ust when it was one to one to one dollar one ust um from community pool money on terra classic and uh that was uh community pool money that was the drama with lee jimmy and chauncey and and the ozone project because basically ozone was the insurance program that was started by Terra TFL and then Risk Harbor was a third party that took over that insurance program um and was backed by the com community pool funds and at some point in the spring i think it was march or april uh there was a request to top up the insurance pool to a special contract uh, that was supposed to be managed by this multi-sig. And one of the things that happened when that contract was instantiated was when it was put on chain live by Risk Harbor is they added an access permission for themselves. So even though the administrator of the contract 
was the multi-sig, there was also a special permission uh, granted to Risk Harbor's wallet. And then in July, they started doing withdrawals of, um, uh, I think it was like $17,000 worth first and then $75,000. And then after those two went through a week or two later, they started doing $2 million worth of USTC withdrawals uh, and sending those off to Binance. So they've just made an announcement saying, hey, we've returned the community pool money on Terra 2, which they had taken control of. Uh, and uh, they'll be sending out an announcement that they're leaving the ecosystem of Terra. And uh, there's no mention of this 200 million USTC from the community pool that was that was disappeared um, or what happened to that at all. And so can you real quick go into what you noticed while you were poking around in there? There was like some odd transactions and whatnot happening. Can you go into that real quick? Yeah. So we talked about this a little bit um, because so this came to light uh, that they had started on Terra 2 in March or July or June or March, sorry, March or April of this year. They'd done a couple of hundred thousand dollar or 100,000 Luna transactions where they withdrew them off chain to Binance as well. And that got called out by the community and they said, oh, we're doing a new stable coin pool. Don't worry about it. And we so some of us started digging into that and found that it didn't make any sense, like what was going on. There was no demand. There's nobody using Risk Harbor. And when we started looking back at those transactions of their previous contracts on Terra Classic, we found that somebody set up spam bots to just hammer those addresses to basically, I mean, every 30 seconds, the old contract addresses for Risk Harbor on Terra Classic are getting spammed with uh, transactions, basically burying uh, the behavior that they did on Terra Classic. And it seems really odd that that coincides, those bots appearing coincide with them getting caught uh, sending transactions off chain this spring. So it isn't like this transaction obfuscation of these bots started attacking them last year. They literally started attacking these contracts since people started snooping around what Risk Harbor was doing. And that's that's not just like, oh, here's like some happenstance that was like, let's try to, and I obviously nobody knows the intent, but it seems like that's like, let's try to just flood this with transactions so that it's hard to like make those connections. Yeah, because if you've ever gone and tried to look back on old transactions in MintScan or TerraFinder or anything, there's no way to just say, take me back and show me, you know, period X, Y, Z, unless you're looking, right? So there there were thousands of pages worth of transactions now that are all just garbage that you'd have to sift through. But we were luckily able to use the API uh, on Terra to be able to go back and find the original transactions and then could see the the activity. So something is up. I, I doubt we're gonna get an answer on that. Something else has come out in the last week too. So I did a lot of digging into the Risk Harbor team and I'm comfortable on saying this unless they wanna somehow refute this, but I think I have enough evidence now. Um, these guys were basically interns. Most of them were between the ages of maybe 19 and 23, yet they were charged and responsible for a billion dollars. Um, you know, they didn't have access to that billion, but they were given access to $200 million. Uh, all of their work experience, uh, except for Drew, 
working with another coin that was a Bitcoin fork, all of their work experience that I can prove seems to be three month internships, maybe a little bit longer, but no actual employment. So they listed, they worked for Coinbase. All of their Coinbase work seems to be uh, intern work for like three months. Uh, they listed, one guy listed, he worked for the NSA. Uh, that was an internship that he was doing while he was working at Risk Harbor uh, and also while he was in college. Most of these guys are, one of these guys is still graduating college. Most of them graduated college in 2021 or 2022. So I don't see there, like, I don't understand how these guys got, you know, access to all these funds because they definitely don't have any work experience that I could tell uh, or any projects they worked on before this. One guy um, who was the head of research, I'd love to hear his side of the story. His name was Max. Um, he was head of research and he resigned to go into a, a advisor role in February of this year and started working for Rook Dow. And if you, where these connections start to come into play is if you look at what just happened with Rook Dow, they yeah. were subject of a takeover and sellout where the team tried to liquidate the treasury. Yeah. I just tweeted about it. Uh, it happened about what, about two, two, 10 days, two weeks ago or something. Yep. And these guys are, there's a link between Risk Harbor. So, you know, what that was part of some Dow hostile takeover thing. So I'm curious, and this is speculation, I'm curious as if those funds didn't get used to start buying up uh, Dow tokens and liquidating treasuries or something. Fucking hell. <laughs> that will be fucking mad, that shit, wouldn't it? And so think about, though, think about what he's saying. This is the group that was there to insure your bags like Correct. this is the insurance company this it like that that right there just blows my mind because like if you can't have legit insurance and and offer that like what the fuck you know like you're supposed to be there protecting and being there when people need you not dumping fucking bags on them even more like that that to me is just appalling yeah, it's um I, I would encourage you you go to I think it's riskharbor.io and then go to the about page about the team. Uh a lot of those guys I couldn't find some of those guys I couldn't find any information on. Um but if you look at their LinkedIn's there, if you look at the profiles they give, they list like Coinbase, uh uh, uh Coinify or Coinly or some they list a, a Shopify, sorry, and a bunch of other companies as places they've worked. Uh, one guy lists the White House which is an internship. Um, but then if you look at their LinkedIn, it's all internships. It's not actual employment, like in the sense of like they were hired as a professional. So at the, N at the NSA, <laughs> I yeah. laughed when you said the NSA. Yeah. It's a, it's really weird. Like how these guys got cleared and put in, they got, they raised, I think it was $3 million from Pantera capital and a few other places. Um, so on top of this money, they got three million out of that too, I guess. <sighs> Rogues everywhere, right? Cash grabs everywhere. Yeah, gotta be safe out there. And I mean, it's it's huge that we have people like Ray and like Rebel, like MB, Sheldon. I mean, everybody that like comes together to kind of like point this stuff out. And obviously, we need 
more of that. And we need people going through transactions like that when shit seems off instead of just being like, oh, shrug, whatever, you know, like look into some shit. It's all there. You know, it's, it's all right there. It's like two clicks away. It's just a matter of mapping all that shit out, which that's where people like Ray come in handy. They're like, like, I always think of that Charlie meme where he's like in here and here and over here and then this, and then this, and then this NFT project and then this. And it's like, man, it's so convoluted. And sometimes I feel like it's that way by design. Like the more complex we can make this shit, the harder it is to watch people get dumped on, you know, like, that's Some of these tokenomics are, are like, what the fuck? That's a tough job, though, where they've had, like, you know, thousands and thousands of spam transactions, like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to go yeah. digging through that shit. Good job you had the API, mate. Yeah, thank you for doing all of this, man. Like, not just this, but, like, the solar thing, the aqua thing. Like, you're you're definitely the one of the shining lights we look to when things are down and we need like somebody to make sense of it all. So we appreciate how's, it. How's that aqua dude just still walking around in broad daylight? Doesn't give a fuck, does he? Like you kind of get over this man's fucking goal, right? The Galia, the Galia me old grandma would say. People, people forget quickly in this space and we move on to the next thing. Oh, what's new and shiny? Let's see what's going on over here. Well, it, it doesn't help, too, that Loop is in their pocket being like, hey, this new Mint coming soon. Like, if you look at Loop's Twitter profile, like, the majority of the we retweets, the we tweets, the majority of the we tweets are from Aqua stuff, water, whatever next project is happening. It was really weird. I forget. I was looking for something the other day, and I scrolled through it, and I was like, what the fuck? Is this even still a thing? Like, well, I yeah, guess it's... Tom Norwood's getting 10% off the top, isn't he? 10% uh, pushed up to the big guy. <laughs> That's what's going on there. <laughs> oh, and then TFM, what do you think about all this shit, dude? Not good, is it? I am. I, um, we, yeah, we, we're hopefully speaking to Ray at some stage. Um, I mean, we've spoken to Ray before. I speak to Ray a lot on a sort of personal basis. But um, there's been discussion of sort of, yeah, different things that could be built to make this exploration easier for us all which i think would be quite a nice thing so yeah hopefully we can queue up a conversation with ray at some stage you see why many people don't go and analyze like i mean ray said he's got the api if plebs kind of get older because you kind of get the api for like minscan right that's what i thought null was kicking off about i think version two though they're going to do something other going to do a paid version maybe or something you can get it, but it's not it's out of date. It's like it's not updated frequently. So if people make moves, you can't you won't know they made moves until the moves are already done. Sometimes stuff is like days old or weeks old. So it just depends. There isn't a lot of good indexing going on. Um I know Juno's and Reese are, are working to change that at least for Juno so we can get uh that data more rapidly. So there actually can be some monitoring of behaviors, but it does take a lot of processing power to do it. I would like to start seeing uh, a lot of this stuff automated. Um, that's why we have computers. So that would be helpful. Oh, dude, anyone that's ever had to go back on Minscan and try and find, like, oh, searching for something, you're like, oh, fuck my life. Right, how are you then, Finn? What time is it? Like, look, lads, I've come out for a bit of a walk. Finn, we're coming up to the time, matey. Give us the order that you always give us like every week. Bruce, he can spin up an unrecorded one on the account if he wants. 
Have you gone broke? Oh yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> there's a uh, Omniflix space happening right now. I think episode 53, if they're in the studio. And then at 10 a.m., that will be in three out, uh, two hours, 40 minutes. There is the Terra NFTs one year later space with Rhett Gang and a bunch of Terra NFT projects. We got a group chat uh, that we reached out to a bunch of different uh, NFT projects that were around pre-crash and kind of seeing where they're at now, uh, what they're doing, where they're building, if they're still building. Obviously, the ones that aren't didn't get back to us, but uh, it should be a fun chat. It's uh, Rhett Gang's always a good time, and we got a lot of... Uh, a lot of fan favorites, I think, that you'll you'll recognize from uh, from the the Terra NFT game, and then uh, that's about all I got on my schedule. I've been trying to keep it light this week because my mom's here and she's leaving today, so I'll get my my Pop. room back and everything. But Pop. yeah, and then tomorrow, uh, Caliber Capital doing something at uh, eight a.m. Pacific time. Caliber Capital, they've been doing some stuff. That's Mr. Mohawk and the Skeleton Punks, and he's with Lion Dow, and uh, they do a lot of. A lot of spaces and shit like that. So, yeah, could be a, a fun yeah. rest of the week. Top top shilling, matey. Top top shilling, eh? Yeah. Top top shilling, sir. Thanks very much for the invite, guys. It's been a pleasure talking a little bit about what TFM is up to. That will be everyone's homework over the weekend. If you want to go and try something out on TFM, maybe an IBC transfer or maybe purchase an NFT. Let us know how you get on. Ooh, I got one better for you. Here's your homework. Try to break something on TFM. Let's do some bug hunts. There we go. There we go. TFM.com. Thank you, Rebel. Always a pleasure. Ray, thank you. Bruce, end the show, please. I got to say thanks, though, to, to Rack, too, for giving us a platform to get this information out there. That's been super helpful. Um, to get people always looking a, at stuff and talking. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Right, Rhea? I want you all to know that. Hey, we always say arbitrate is the truth, right? Um, Ray, I li- when I when I see your PFP or when I see you in a space, I literally feel like um and don't get a big head, but I feel like there is this knight in shining army armor, like just kind of like sitting there and he's like on a horse and he's got that big thing, the javelin stick, and he's about to fucking Fuck somebody up, and and I get all like. <laughs> Come on, I'm He's not going to take that away from Jacob. Oh no, that's that's White Knight. She said Shining Knight. Yeah, uh. There's a difference. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I would like to personally thank uh, Rebel. Uh, been speaking to him for a while, and more importantly, I've been kind of just sitting watching, going, Jesus, these guys. And because you know why? Like you got people like Ambedo on that, right? Like a lot, quite a few people who just constantly going on about your products. Like every day I'm hearing like TFM this, TFM that, you know. So, yeah, dude, really good to have you on the show. And you know how we roll. Bit of a different style, you know what I mean? We bounce. And you've been a great guest, mate, yeah? Great accompaniment. Thanks for your time, guys. And hopefully next time I'm in Thailand, we will actually meet up. Maybe you can take me to see the real wheelchair mafia. Yes, mate. Well, yeah, I've got to take you for some proper food, though, mate. I bet you've only had pleb Thai food, man. I bet you haven't had the real stuff, man. Robo knows where the real shit's hid. You gotta go dark, bro. Sounds good. That's been good. It's good stuff, man. Oh, this trolley's just rolled down the bank and in this fella's car. Oh, that's not good. Fucking hell. There's always something going on outside this supermarket, you know. Woman fell off a bike the other day. She was filling a bike up with loads of shit and she fell off, and I was like, partner, these on the stairs or something. So, so let's uh, end it here, Robo. Yes, my friend, let's go. I need to go in the shop. It's been a wonderful show, guys. 
Take care. Love you all, and we'll speak soon, yeah? See you later, B-Bands, Brucey, Ray. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Rebel. And uh, thank you to all the listeners, man. This wouldn't be possible without any of you guys. Love you all the Chad's in this room, man. Absolute Chad's. principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want inevitably it kind of starts to happen chirping on the bird app listening to nerds flap wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed it's like everybody's holding heavy bags in web 3 that's why they can't fly they just drowning in the bird bath fishing for some crop powder watch how we ignite the tower blowing up their bank accounts forgetting how to fight the power y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes they preach an open sauce but don't listen to the code and now it's mutiny community uprise there's no more humility futility plus size motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles motherfucking West side shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory, yam, beta and bruise Reppin' psychedelic artistry, believing the truth Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam Really? Is it worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think is a clear no we started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, huh? Less knee jerk, more evolution, less shit coin Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rat fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you it would be like you don't, have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.